data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, so welcome back to another episode of Marketing Nuggets. Now, I think I literally said in last week's episode that I would be back to doing weekly episodes, but a slight pivot. So all of you people that are, if you are one of my subscribers, firstly, thank you so much. You honestly don't know how much it means to me. But secondly, you'll notice that I didn't post a podcast last week and it is just a whole host of things, which is so ironic because I literally did a podcast on being organized. But I am creating a course for all of you guys and the course is basically just an extension of this podcast, but it's just a bit more things to help, some tangible help as well. So it's going to also be giving templates. It's also going to run through step-by-step guides. And essentially it's going to give the confidence you need to take that step from a marketing exec to a marketing manager. So the course will be for all of you ambitious young marketers out there who want to take the next step in their career, but they don't know how or where to start. The course will also help you to not just manage plans and strategy, but also how to be a leader not simply a manager. So because I'm making this course, it means that on top of having a full-time job, which I have to commute to London to sometimes during the week, having a dog that I need to walk every day, going to the gym four to five times a week, trying to see my friends, trying to see my family and cleaning the house and doing all of those other things, it's sort of a bit of a tight squeeze at the moment. So I'm just going to move the podcast to bi-weekly so that I can really just get on track and publish this course for summer. I wanted to do it since 2020 and I really need to get my head down and start writing all of my modules because I know what I want to share. The plan is that it's going to come out in summer, as I mentioned. I will be looking for some guinea pigs to sort of take the course and give me any feedback. Some people that used to be on my team have very kindly volunteered, but I might need a couple more people. So if you are interested in being a little guinea pig for my course, then please do email emma.marketing.nuggets at gmail.com and I will get back to you. To start this podcast, this is five things I expect when working with an agency. And unless you are a very blessed marketing team that has all of the capacity in-house, you will at some time or another find yourself working with an agency. I can't think of any job I've ever done where I've not had an agency working on at least one channel. So it could be PR, which is usually the most obvious one is PR is usually an agency because they need to have all of those lovely relationships with journalists. It could be a digital marketing channel. So PPC and SEO, those ones are quite regularly given to agencies or display if you are e-com or some other ones would be even just a creative agency, copy. So there's lots of lots of different ways that you could use an agency. And over the years, I have worked with a lot of agencies and because I've been marketing manager or head of marketing for quite a few of those roles, I have therefore been the main sort of 
point of contact, it makes sense for the marketing manager to be the point of contact for the agency because you have your fingers in all of the pies, so you know what's going on, therefore that you can then help to plan them in the most strategic way. Of course, if they are SEO, say, and you have a digital marketing manager, then it would be most natural that they would then take that person on. So it just sort of depends. Or if you have a content manager, the main point of contact with the PR agency might be the content manager. So they do sort of fall into different roles. And I've been the main point of contact, but then also like I've had a content manager who was the exact contact for the PR manager, etc, etc. So throughout the years, I have come to expect some things from agencies and if you are stepping up to become a marketing manager or a manager of some kind and all of a sudden it's on your shoulders to work and be the main point of contact with the agency, nobody tells you what you should expect from them and I'm making this podcast today so that you know the five things that I expect when I work with an agency and therefore you can hold your agencies to the same standards. I would like to think that whichever agency that you work with, they're not gonna take the mick and know that it's your first sort of role to manage an agency and they might not do things that they I would expect them to do. So I'm here to cover your back and to make sure that you are holding them to the standard that they should be held to. And there is more things I expect from an agency, but I just sort of quickly listed out my top five and that's what I'm gonna talk about today. So by the end of this podcast, you'll know at least five things that you should expect when working with any agency in marketing. So this applies to all of them. I've tried to keep them as general as possible so that it can apply for every agency. But if you want a specific one on a specific kind of agency, so if you want one on SEO or digital marketing, I know that's sort of one and the same, but that's just one channel, or a creative agency or PR agency or a content agency or a social media agency or an influencer agency or a video agency I've had experience in all of those areas and there's things that are put like specific to them that we can definitely talk about so if there's one specifically that you want me to go into do drop me an email at emma.marketing.nuggets at gmail.com and I will do an episode especially for you I won't tell them that it's for you though so the first one is and you would be amazed how this seems so basic but how it's definitely not come to fruition all of the time is I need them to be more organized than me and as a marketing manager or head of marketing or something that you're project management generally speaking you're going to be a pretty organized person and you have to be in the role that you have so I need them to be more organized than me literally simply put And what do I mean by this? I want pre-meeting notes. So before I go into a meeting, I want to have been sent what the agenda is and what we're going over. I want somebody to, from their side, to be writing the notes during the meeting. Then I want maybe one to two hours, ideally, I mean, the same day for sure, post-meeting actions from that. Not just post-meeting notes, I want post-meeting actions then I want to assure that they are going to notify or chase me of things that they are waiting for my approval on, not wait for the next meeting and tell me in that meeting, oh, um, we were waiting on that for you, chase me, notify me. So I want all of those things because they are obviously a lot more close to the detail of what they're doing. 
more times than not, you're going to be doing so many other things that having an agency should be helping you. It should be alleviating a lot of your stress. And so you need them to help with that. And that this is the literally the number one thing that is my biggest bugbear. If I'm more organized than the agency and I'm having to send the notes and I know what's going on more than them, then they're not doing me any good. I need them to just come in and just take all of that off me because I'm having to do all of those other things in different channels. So the fact that they're there to help me means that then I can focus on my other areas and just like know that they have everything covered and I'm not having to remind them to do things, which is like the worst thing that you should have to do for an agency. Sorry if you can hear my dog chewing in the background. I've given him a I've given him a chew so that he'll be quiet and now I can hear it in my microphone, which sort of defeat the purpose, but oh well. The second one, so strategy sessions. And I would like a strategy session with the agency which they lead, which they put into my calendar at least every six months. Ideally I would like it quarterly. And these strategy sessions should include three things. They should include the current work that we're doing and to really not just give me the good news, give me the good, the bad and the ugly. If they just focus on the good, we're never going to grow at the rate that we want to. It is a fact that not all marketing works and that's fine. That's why we test. But being an agency, they need to address the bad and the ugly as well. And they can't just be like, oh, well, they're our clients, so I just need to tell them the good news. No, address what's not working, address what we tried, address anything that's definitely not working, because that's the only way that we're going to learn and move forward. I might not be close enough to the detail of what's been happening. I mean, I try and get as close as I can to the detail, but it might be for example, specific, uh, let's use PPC as an example. So let's use Google Ads as an example. We might have run a particular ad campaign to a particular industry, to a particular audience, and we use specific keywords and actually they all failed and nobody converted. Okay, I need to know that. And that's obviously very granular, but that's what they need to bring up on these strategy sessions. The next thing that I would expect at these strategy sessions is what's new? as in what's new and developing in their specific area. So if they're PR, so what's new in the world of PR? How is digital PR affecting things? What is the latest trends? What's just happening in general in that industry? Marketing moves so quickly and therefore they need to be the experts in their area. So I would expect them to come with me with the news of what's going on and any sort of tidbits that we might want to then think about to weave into our strategy for the next six months. And then the final one is, so what's what are we doing for the next six months? Based off of those two things, our current work, the good, the bad and the ugly, and what's new in the industry, and what we set out to do if we already have a marketing plan in place, are we tweaking it? Are we staying the same? What are we doing? What's our plan for the next quarter? What's our plan for the next six months quarter? And if it's a beginning of the year session, what does our year look like roughly? I want to know all of those things. I want to know what our KPIs are for them. And then what does good look like? So KPIs are obviously going to be a lot easier if it's your agency is digital marketing, because you're going to have that data to hand. If it is a creative agency, they're not necessarily going to have KPIs like that, but you can still definitely put things in place that are going to be 
indicators of whether it is good or bad. An example of this could be, okay, we wanna create more content across reels. So we wanna be producing, say, three videos a week. So it could be the amount of content that's produced, or we wanna do a big photo shoot and we're going to get x amount of different content from there and it's going to reach um it's going to be able to transform across 12 different platforms for example so just because they might not be a digital agency doesn't mean that you can't set them goals the next one number three i like personally just general ad hoc suggestions in that field and what i mean by this is just a random email and they say hey emma have you seen this that came out today it could be like a google change a google change is a really good example of this they obviously have their finger on the pulse because that's their world they live and breathe it i want them to be pinging my inbox not every day But when they think it's pertinent or it's important to be flagging things to me and saying, hey, Google have changed their algorithm this week on the quality score. This is what we should be doing because of that. Or it could be a creative agency saying, hey, they've come out with this really different new way to do, I'm trying to think, animation and we should be trying this. So it's not just for me to continuously go to the agency and say, hey, have you seen this? Can we do this? Or, hey, I know that Google have put out a new alert. What are we doing about it? I want them to be coming proactively. I guess proactive is the key word here. I want them to be proactively giving me suggestions because little touches like that are what would make me want to work with somebody long-term. And can I just say, I probably should have, I probably should have caveated this at the beginning, I've never worked agency side and I am literally just telling you what I expect when I work with agencies and what will make me have long-term relationships with agencies because it's the things that I like. It might not be right, it might not be the industry norm, it might not be what agencies are. I probably have people that actually work on agencies like, I can't believe you're saying all this, but generally this is what I like. This is the best way that I work and it is the best way that I would have a long-term relationship with an agency and I have because of people doing these things okay number four so monthly reports of course monthly reports is sort of a standard thing with agencies but I want a monthly report with meaning I want a this happened because of x and this is what we're doing next month and I want that for at least four to five different key things in that channel I don't want you just to give me all of the numbers because if you just give me all of the numbers without any meaning, any commentary, any this is what we're going to do because of it, it's literally pointless. I could pull stats from Google Analytics, wouldn't tell me anything. So coupling those two together, and I think that the key thing here is in an easy, digestible, bite-sized way that if then I want to share it with people in different departments, I can share it really, really easily without it being really monotonous and just not good. If it's a creative agency, then I want you to show me what creative works, what didn't work, pull up Facebook ads, what was resonating, what wasn't. If it is PR, I want to know what was organic PR, what was any mentions that we had in the press. I want to know what was paid for mentions in the press. I want to know if any of our competitors is anything that was really amazing in press and what we're going to do off the back of it. And number five is simply I want results. I want long-term results. I want action and I want value from them. I don't want them just to be talking to me month to month, giving me the same answers every month, coming up with the same reports every month and not really dialing in that step change 
And this is sort of thing that's born out of me being really ambitious just in general, that I sort of expect the same things for my agencies. I wanna know, okay, but what action and value are you giving me? Because that's how I would wanna work with you long-term. And, and that will look very different depending on what channel it is in terms of what that agency is responsible for. But I just wanna see results. Even if it's a 1% change every day, that's amazing. Or 1% change every week. What I don't want is to work with somebody for six months and them still be giving me the same results, not driving any action or any value and really not adding to the success of the business. Generally speaking, agencies are not cheap and that's because of course they have their own costs. They're gonna have a margin markup on the cost of what they're selling you, of course. And they have a whole business to run with people in these expertise. So you pay for people's specific expertise in a channel, maybe a copywriter. Oh, love a copywriter, which I would recommend if you're going to have just a copyright from an agency, just hire a freelancer because there are some amazing freelancers out there. I would more likely go to an agency when you want to like do a lot of things. So if you're looking at some digital help and you want to do display PPC and SEO, it sort of makes sense to house that all in one agency so they can all talk to each other and learn off each other versus hiring a freelancer for all three of those different areas that don't know each other, don't talk to each other. And then you just become lost in the admin of it. So that's inspired me actually. I'm going to do a podcast on when to use an agency and when to use a freelancer and when to do it yourself. I think I might do that for the next podcast so I won't talk about too much about it here but as I said they're the five things that you should be expecting of your agency so if it is your first time managing an agency hold them to these high standards don't let them take you for advantage and if you're not getting any of them that is why I always try and do at least a three-month trial with each agency agencies will tend to ask you to keep it for six months and that's because channels such as SEO and PR do take a bit of while to get going. That's fine if you're going, yeah, but I just want a three months just to see how we work together. Whilst you might not see significant results in those channels because they are slower burners, you still know what their intentions are. Are they organized? Are they running the strategy sessions? Are they giving you ad hoc suggestions? Are they giving you monthly reports of meaning? So whilst you might not be getting number five, which is the result straight away, you'll know after three months if they're gonna be a good fit. And so I always try and have a three month get out clause with all agencies with then the hope to extend it to at least a 12 month contract after those sort of initial trial period. So I hope this helped. Good luck if you are hiring an agency they are you know agencies do get bad names but I've had some amazing agencies work for me they can really really help take huge amounts of work and stress off you so just make sure that you're holding to a high standard and you get the best of them because that's how they're going to work best for you and just to help you in your everyday marketing life I will chat to you soon bye for now Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.